Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. And we are live. Welcome to the process. It is Monday, January 22nd. I am Josh Engelman here to break down a seven-game NBA slate. Good to be back, everybody. Hit that like button. Subscribe to the channel. Hit the notification bell so you know when everything goes live. Follow me on Twitter, at Josh Engelman. Good morning, everybody. Good morning, good morning, good morning. After a brief break, we took Friday off. Kind of took Sunday off. Now we are back. Feeling good. Ready to break down some basketball. Did not really pay attention to basketball over the past three days, so it is good to be back. Oh, did pay attention to football, though, at least yesterday. Sorry for the Bills. Should be interesting. Lions, Niners, that'll be fun. But it's a basketball show, not a football show. Nobody wants to hear that. We'll hear football takes in a couple hours when we get Lafayette on here for the strategy show. But for now, we talk hoops. Hope everybody had a good weekend. I did. Got home from Nashville last night. Kind of on the late. Uh, got home at like 8.30-ish, and then they didn't have our bags, so, which is not so bad when you arrive at your home destination, they are already in town, they will get delivered to my house, so I'm not too mad, but I was mad last night, you know why I was mad last night, here's why it's weird, they, we didn't know that the bags didn't go with us to Wilmington, which is fine, but like, we shouldn't have to wait at bag at the baggage carousel only to find out our bags aren't there if they already know our bags aren't there. Just notify the app. It's 2024. Very easy information. Uh, I, I was able to see the app and see that they weren't there. But why not just tell me? I don't know. That's just me. Either way, we're here. I got coffee to drink. Feel pretty good. Pretty pretty well rested. Had a few too many mimosas yesterday to start off my day, but we're going to be all right. Seven games to break down. Three games at 7 o'clock. A 7.30, an 8, an 8.30, and a 9. But for now, let's just get into it. I got a lot to talk about. Probably not going to do this one as fast as I should. So let's do it. Let's get the cheers out of the way. Coffee's here. Whatever you got with me. Coffee, tea, water, beer. It's rising grind time everybody and we will get this cropped properly sometime this week cheers everybody oh that's exactly what i needed this morning whoo whoo exactly what we needed so here we go first game up that's going to be the milwaukee bucks 12 point favorites in detroit 247 total so we've got three games today where there are double-digit underdogs. We have Milwaukee in Detroit. We've got San Antonio in Philly, 237 total. And then we've got Charlotte and Minnesota, 222 total. So that one's going to look real bad for Charlotte, maybe. 
Um, and then you also have a game like Cleveland Orlando, 215 total. So very interesting dynamic for tonight. It'll be fun to break down, but we're going to start in Milwaukee. And the first thing that we have to do is reproject the Milwaukee rotation because the last time that I had projected Milwaukee, these guys didn't have Giannis. So now I got to put Giannis back in. Milwaukee last, actually, let me update my minutes table. Milwaukee's last game was on the 20th. They, oh, this is the the back-to-backer against Detroit. So we just saw this one. They needed 38 minutes out of Giannis. Detroit led in the second half. So this one's not going to be too bad. We, right out of the gate, go ahead and grab Damian Lillard, 35 minutes. And then, I don't know, 36 to Giannis? Is that is that crazy? I mean, they kind of just, whatever one plays, the other plays. So if I'm going, I got to go 36 to both. Ooh, or do I go 35 because it's the Pistons? I'm going 35. I don't trust that, but I'm going 35. Ooh, Rob, negative four with the wind chill. Yeah, that's how it was when we were in uh, Saturday morning in Nashville, man. It was next level chilly. And shout out to uh, Nashville for not doing a damn thing about their sidewalks. They were just like, you know what? We don't give a shit. We're just going to let all of this frozen water, ice, and snow pack down and not touch it at all. So there's that. Thank you for that, city of Nashville. All right, let's get Burke Lopez in for 33. We'll get Portis in for the backup center run, <clears throat> plus another five. We get Middleton in for, what, 31? Sounds about right. And then Malik Beasley in for 30, something like that. That all seems about right to me. Actually, 30 might be a little heavy for him. Played 34 in this last time out. You know, they had their standard rotation. Eight big minutes that game before that. That was 30, or that was 40, actually, but that was no Middleton. 28, 27, 24. Mm, maybe we go 29. Let's go 29. And then we get campaign. Uh, is campaign out of the rotation? Was campaign available last time out? That's going to be an interesting question. I mean, sort of. Seven-game slate kind of matters for a backup point guard in this spot. But why did he not play? Six thirty. So I got today's injury report open. But if I take check out the one from the twentieth, Milwaukee, he was available. Okay, so campaign just was not a part of the rotation last time out. That's kind of interesting. Do we need any of those additional minutes? We got the twenty for Portis. I'm gonna bump some of Middleton's minutes. We need Andre Jackson. Because we also... Oh, I forgot we have Crowder back. 
I, for, I totally forgot Crowder was back again, actually. So Crowder was back. He played 14 minutes. He's now been, been back for two games. Played 19 the first night, 14 the second night. The 14 looks, I don't want to say more realistic, but we're going to go 16 for Crowder. And then we have 41 minutes to split between Andre Jackson and Pat Connaughton. Now, Connaughton, again, played 14 this last time out. They really relied on the starters, I guess probably because of where that game was up and down a fair. So let's get like 18 to Connaughton. And then we get Andre Jackson for 16. That leaves me seven, which I will ha hide on campaign. And unfortunately, since Giannis was out the last time that we did this, I do have to grab Milwaukee rates. Now, that is not a difficult thing to do since they're at full strength. Very easy to say in games where Dame started, Middleton started, Giannis started, and Brook Lopez started. <clears throat> Excuse me. Sorry. That should have been a mute. But let's check out rates. Because they've played 31 games with at least those four guys starting. We just need to lock down some of these usage rates. So 32.5 to Giannis. 26 to Dame. 23.5 to Middleton. 13 to Beasley. 16 to Brooke Lopez. 20 to Bobby Portis. Now, quick peek at the props. Giannis is at 32.5 real points. Bingo. Dame at 27.5 to the under. I'm at 26, but that'll work. Uh, Middleton's at 17.5 to the under. Okay, I'm a little heavy on Middleton. I'll take him down to 23. That'll be fine. Brooke Lopez at 14, okay. And then Malik Beasley at 10 and a half, all good. We seem okay here. Seven assists for Giannis. Ooh, no, I am quite low on Giannis assists. 7.8, no, I'm, well, I'm spot on for Giannis assists, actually. So I'm not moving that one. Kinda like the Giannis assist under, if we wanna have that conversation. Seems a little light. <laughs> Dame, or Giannis rebounds around 11, so I feel okay there. But Giannis assists in the market feels a little high. Don't really have any other changes I want to make here. So we're going to move on to Detroit. I have no idea what these goobers are doing. So uh, let's take a look at what they did last time out in this matchup. That was, do they have anybody out? Or does anybody have anybody out for today? Milwaukee has Giannis probable. Cade, doubtful. Whoa, Monty Morris, doubtful today. So I have to assume he is going to be back soon enough. Curious to see what they do there. I wonder who doesn't start. I guess Morris, probably. Q tag on Beef Stew. Last time out. You had no Cade, you had no Morris, you had no Beef Stew. So at the very least, we have to project Isaiah Stewart in. Everybody else that's normal here is the same. So 
We got Knox starting in place of Beef Stew, played 16 minutes, so we don't have to worry about that one too much. Beef Stew had been back for three games. He's put, you know, we're going to say, what, like 29 minutes for him? We had Gallo and Mescala now, and Wiseman all got rotations. That's We're going to reproject this from the start. Crazy team. All right, so I think we're going to go Hayes, you know, 24 minutes. I think we get Burks. Wow, Asar Thompson was Killian Hayes' direct backup in the first half. That is not how you would expect that to work, <laughs> I, I guess. And then it was kind of Burks in the second half. I think we're good for 24 minutes on Alec Burks. Then we can get Jaden Ivey in for the, like, 31 he plays each night. We get Jalen Duran in for the 30 that he plays each night. I think that's where we get Beef Stew back for his 29. That even might be a little too high. And then we get 33 for Boyan. This should be a little bit easier to fill out than it seems. Mascala and Gallo both just came off the bench. Now, the question becomes, what do they do with those guys? We got Mascala, but not Gallo on the 17th. So I'm going to assume that's what we get again here. So if I pull up that box score from the 17th, what happened in that game? Detroit lost to Minnesota by seven. Okay, I remember that game, actually. Um... Beef Stew didn't close. They closed with Knox. God, this team is so random. Did he foul out? No, they're just random. He didn't even have a foul. How is that even possible? All right, so I guess we're going to go 14 Mescala. We kicked a couple minutes over from Beef Stew to the five. And then it's going to be Knox. Sasser, I think Sasser needs like 13 minutes. So we need what, Knox and Asar Thompson? At 21 to Asar Thompson. That's probably too many minutes to immediately give Knox. So that's just going to be backup run for Knox. We'll hit him with like 14. That gets me to 10. This team is just a team that perpetually has leftover garbage. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. All right, so we're going to leave that one in. Let's see what it looks like. First game up, the evaluation is, look, 11K for Giannis. And I thought I gave him a relatively pessimistic projection, but he still looks like a solid payup. Anxious to see what the other payups look like for the rest of the day. But he's over 5x. That's really all that matters. Uh, Lopez. 
sitting there at 6,500. Tends to be a guy that I, I don't want to say over-project, but get a little bit more of. Dame, Middleton, both totally fine. It helps when you face the 28th-ranked defense and the number nine team in pace. This is a pretty fast matchup for both teams, honestly. Um, but I think we're ranking this Giannis, Lopez, Middleton, and Lillard on the same tier. And then Detroit would be very surprised if we like anything here. Nope, their pricing is interesting. Okay, uh, $6,800 Durin versus $6,500 Lopez. I'm curious what that ownership dynamic will look like. Pay attention to it. I think we're still very interested in a $6,700 Jaden Ivey. 1.17 fantasy points per minute over the past 30 days. Um, that's exactly where I have him in this matchup. I think Boyan's totally fine as a small forward option. I certainly think you can get to Beef Stew, Asar Thompson, Alec Burks. Those things, those last two don't feel great. I have Asar Thompson, what I can only imagine is aggressively overprojected. So let me take a look at this quickly. Do I have his rates too high? I mean, I don't exactly have him projected for good shooting. Uh, yeah, I, I, I guess that's him. I mean, 40, I have him at 49.5% true shooting, so it's not as if I'm have a lofty projection for him at 21. Okay, interesting. Then we got Burks, 5,400, hoping that he plays like closing minutes, which he certainly can. Ugly game, though. You're not going to feel comfortable having a bunch of that one at 7. You're certainly not going to feel comfortable having a bunch of this one. That's going to be the Cleveland Cavaliers. One-point favorites in Orlando, 215 total. Now, for Cleveland, no Darius Garland, no Evan Mobley, Q-Tag, Karis LeVert. So that feels exactly like it has for a while for me now. Uh, Orlando is on a back-to-back, -back, so I will have to look into them a little bit. I have no idea what they did yesterday. So as we look at Cleveland, last time out for the Cavs was the 20th. They beat Atlanta by 21. And that is a game that did not feature Karis LeVert. So we will need to make at least a little tweak to this one, although maybe we don't. I'm going to go 33 to Jared Allen, 14 to Tristan Thompson, 23 to Wade seems fine. I'm going to go 36 to Donovan Mitchell. I've got 29 for Levert. Make that 28. Hide another minute. Well, I'll hide some minutes on Craig Porter after this. Uh, Max Struess. This gentleman playing a lot less as of late. No, this that's just... That foul trouble? Nope. Just played four minutes, came off the floor, played eight and a half. They were on a ten. Why, 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 why? What happened to Struess's minutes? Okay. Uh, I mean, I'm not going to leave 33 on Struess. He got injured and came back in. Okay. Appreciate you, Brandon. I mean, we're still going 30. No choice there. Niang, 
can probably get a little bit of a bump up to 21. Okoro's been playing a little bit more, at least ramping up minutes-wise. Uh, 26 here? 27? I think I can keep 27. Sam Merrill, same. Like Minutes are sort of just bouncing all over the place. Has a direct tie to when Max Struess isn't out there, so that's kind of unhelpful. Let's get Merrill up to 24. Now I can hide four on Craig Porter. Rates can all stay the same. We look at Orlando, and the, the good thing is we don't normally expect um, anything weird. So Orlando, yesterday. Let's take a look at their injury report as well. Nope, that's 6.30 a.m. yesterday. That's not going to help me. All right, so the Magic played the Heat. Franz Wagner back. Gary Harris was the only guy out. They started Wendell Carter Jr. and Mo. DMPCD Goga. Um, all right. Do we... Is that... SMP, is that do we expect this to be <laughs> a thing? Orlando Magic Box score 121-24. Yep, did not play coach's decision. Um that feels like a mistake. It can they are they gonna Are they gonna keep doing that? <laughs> Is Franz going to play this back-to-back? -back? Yeah, he played 28 minutes yesterday. Didn't have to close. They won by a mile. Would have played 31. All right. Fultz is back starting playing 30. Well, yeah, Mark. Uh, Okiki shouldn't play. That one's the that one's the not one crazy one. If Franz Wagner's back. I don't know. Okiki's going to go back to not being a part of the rotation. However, a little bit different for Goga, who's legitimately good. All right, so we're going to get Fultz in for... I mean, he played like a standard 29 minutes. Could have closed if he needed to. There's no way I'm going anywhere less than 28 on Fultz. Probably should be more. We get Suggs. I'll give him the other 20, and then we'll figure out what I got to give him after that. Seems to me we got to give Wendell Carter Jr. I mean, he played 34 minutes and didn't close. The, like, he was going to play 37 if it were close, or at least could have. Uh... I mean, assuming he starts, you have to. I think you have to assume 30 minutes. You got 11 out of Mo Wagner. So, like, they were going to split the full 48. Oh, man, I hate this. I can feel it already. Why would they not play Goga? That is, I don't even know how to read into that. I really, really don't. Look at my hair. Look at that. That's a wild bedhead just hanging out here under the hat. <laughs> I don't like projecting these guys because I don't trust that Wendell Carter Jr. is just coming in and playing 30 minutes. 
I don't trust that at all. Um, I guess I'm going to go 14 to Mo Wagner. Hide four of those on Paolo. We'll take Paolo up to 35. We'll get Franz in for 32 feels about right as he works his way back. Oh, okay. Suggs gets to 28. Ingles gets like 16, 18. John Isaac continues to just, you know, be him playing 14 minutes a night. Get Cole Anthony. He's playing so much less than I would have expected. And now the rest of this is just random, I guess. Anthony Black played, I don't know, 12 in regulation. One, two, three, four, five. They gave Caleb Houston a rotation in the second half as well. So I guess we give him one. Then we hide three on Chuma. Oh, yeah. Um, SMP, that's a good point. I could probably pull him and bump Caleb Houston. He hasn't played any back. I feel like he played a back-to-back -back recently. Maybe I'm wrong. No, nah, I guess he didn't. Yeah, I I assume he I assume he sits. That's a good point. Won't it it won't matter. All right, let's check out what this game looks like, I guess. There's I can't imagine anything looks good here. Yeah, Wendell Carter might actually. Yeah, Donovan Mitchell 9900, you know, terrible matchup. Orlando, this is number 4, this explains it perfectly. The number 18 team in offense, the number 24 team in offense. The number four defense and the number three defense. 25th in pace, 27th in pace. This is like the, this is probably the worst matchup in the league. You can get to Mitchell. You can get to starters always. Mitchell, Allen, Levert to a degree. Okoro is like last dude in sub five percenter. Yeah, Wendell Carter Jr. for 5,400. Like if this dude's playing 30 minutes, it's a different thing. It just is. You have to slightly acknowledge the fact that he can do that. Now, his points prop is 11 and a half. I got it at 12, so I'm happy there. Bancaro's at 23 and a half. I've got 24. Oh, I got to change. I got to change rates. I didn't even think about it. This is all for Franz Wagner being out. And I have a sneeze coming. Ooh. Two powerful sneezes. So we need Orlando rates. So we need... Bancaro starting, Suggs starting, Franz Wagner starting. I'm going to say that is the trio I need. So these rates could change a skosh. Thanks, Frog. 
All right, Bancaro, 28.5% usage. If I lock that in, that takes me to 21.5. Okay, so I'm way light. So this is implying that Paolo Bancaro is going to have more usage. Like, it's not going anywhere now. All right, I can handle that. Franz goes to 26. Is he going to look interesting? Wendell Carter Jr. Now, that's going to be a key one here. He's played 313 minutes with those guys starting. 16% usage rate. I am going to lock that in. So that I do keep him where he needs to be. Fultz in that case as well. 172 minutes in games where they've started like this. He is sitting at right around 18% usage. And then Suggs would be the other guy. He's at a little over 20 and a half. That takes him to 13. I don't know why Suggs wouldn't be shown here. Now we could look back at this. Yeah, it's still, look, Wendell Carter Jr. for 5,400. That is a real legitimate guy we got to pay attention to today. Oh, I have his rebound. So he doesn't rebound as much? Is that, am I reading that right? Wendell Carter Jr. rebounding rate with those guys on the floor. No, I mean, that holds. Oh, offensive rebounding rate craters. That softens it a little bit. I like Wendell Carter Jr. today, but yeah, Ken, you got to be very ready for that. That's why I don't trust this 30-minute projection. I don't trust any bit of this. I don't know why they would excise Goga from the rotation. Like, that's mismanagement. And against Miami, too? Like, that's not even the kind of matchup I would expect to do that in. He's been, like... And he's plus 2.4 defensive EPM. He's not even negative offensively. He's plus 0.4 offensively. He's played 38 of 43 games. He's already worth three wins. That's like that's like a 12 to 15 million dollar player, even if he doesn't step foot on the floor again. Can't make a free throw to save his life, but has been trending down a little bit in box EPM. But man, that'll be interesting. Ultimately, you got to play Wendell Carter Jr. if he starts. Bancaro and Suggs would be my next tier, and then Fultz and Wagner would be after that. Let's get out of this game. Let's go to another dumpster fire. San Antonio Spurs are 13 and a half point dogs in Philadelphia, 237 total. For San Antonio, Barlow questionable, Zach Collins questionable. For Philly, Mobamba questionable, no Covington, no Melton, Springer questionable, Beverly probable. Okay, that one's pretty easy to manage. So I'm going to cut out all of the random dudes for Philly. That should make it a little bit easier to project these guys. Looks like I got to bump Pat Bev up to 24. I got, I really, really cannot stand Pat Bev. That is someone that I just like don't have interest in watching. Oh, he annoys me to no end. De'Anthony Melton needs to get himself healthy. 
So we got 34 for Embiid, 14 for Paul Reed, 28 for Nick Batum, 35 for Toby. Uh, Collins isn't doubtful. He's questionable. 18 for Marcus Morris. 31 for Ubre needs to come down to 29. That leaves me 20 minutes. Daniel House has... I mean, he got big minutes with Beverly out on the second half of that back-to-back, -back, but even still, part of the rotation probably give him 12, 14, something like that. And then hide the final eight. I'm going to put him on Springer. Rates can all stay the same for Philly. And I think we'll be... Wow, we'll be all over the map here for San Antonio. Let's just reproject these idiots as well. San Antonio... Who did they play last? San Antonio's last game was on the 20th. Actually, I think I had that one open already, didn't I? Nope, that is a four-point dub against Washington. So we get Trey Jones in for 30. We get Devin Vassell in for 32. We get Champagne in for 20. We get Sohan in for 31, and then we get Wemby for 26. Who's the backup center? Oh, yeah, Zach Collins. Josh, you're a moron. 22 to Collins. We need... One, two, three, four. They're doing an 11-man rotation. Yeah, I think he was that unsufferable back then to SMP, but for some reason I didn't read the same. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Let's see. So let's get Keldon in for 28. We get Malachi Branham in for like 12. Same story for Blake Wesley. And then we can get Chetty and McBuckets. So that's San Antonio. Philly is good. So let's take a look at it. San Antonio. All right, nothing great here. Vassell, 6,400. Like, that's a price tag where if the Spurs are in this game, you feel pretty good about having Devin Vassell. It's a fantasy point per minute, dude. Wemby at 8,700. Like, I mean, he just keeps hanging. 1.92 DraftKings points per minute for Wemby. Over the past 30 days. That's bonkers. 
I got him at 1.62 for the game. It makes him functional. Um, Sohan's fine. Keldon's fine. Like, it's just a bad spot for San Antonio. Good defense. Philly plays slow. You don't really want a ton from San Antonio. You certainly want Joel Embiid. 11-4 on DK. 1.82 fantasy points per minute over the past 30 days. I got him at 1.98. I actually have to look at these props to make sure that I don't somehow have Joel Embiid over-projected. So, 34.5 real points. I got it at 36.5. I will take a notch off of that usage. That's perfect. I got Maxi at 26 and a half, so that's good too. Toby at 16 and a half. A little heavy on Tobes. All right. Assists for Embiid. Five and a half. Perfect. Rebounds for Embiid. 12 and a half to the over, and I have 11.9. All right. So we're fine on Embiid. I have Joel Embiid projected for 1.95 fantasy points per minute today. That is insane. Maxi at 8,800, also a guy that I would be very, very happy to get to. I would not mind that in any way. I got him at one and a quarter here in this pace-up spot against the San Antonio Spurs. Not all that great defense. Tobias Harris is fine. I am... Wow, he's projected for four assists? That is not the way that that dude plays. I like Toby here, too. Nothing else from Philly. Get that saved. All right, we go to Memphis. Seven-point dogs in Toronto, 225 total. I can't imagine this is a good experience. I don't have any idea what Memphis is up to. No Adams, Bain, Clark, Laravia, Morant, Rose, Smart, Q-Tag on Tillman. Looks like we're probably pretty close to whatever the hell we got last time for Memphis. Now, they played on the 20th. And then Tillman didn't play that game, so that's going to be even worse to try to project. But I have him in from the last time. Is that the same rotation? Okay, so I can look at the 18th and use that as the reference point. That's helpful for Memphis today. So on the 18th, Memphis played Minnesota, lost by 15, but I'm guessing that's what we get here. God, this team is gross. I'm going 29, Luke Kennard. Now we're on 30, Luke Kennard. I got 30 for Tillman. That has to be. Vince Williams can stay at 35. Although you can make a case it's 34. Let's go 34. Well, Gigi Jackson can suck it. That's for sure. Twenty for Conchar needs to come up. Something like 26. Yeah, that's looking better. Aldama to 20. Big body Roddy up to 21. 
That's probably the balance we're looking for here. Need Tillman to be in. I don't. I I don't want to play Memphis garbage. That it, that's as not fun as it gets. Toronto, no Jake Puddle, so this should just sort of be what we've seen as of late. Yep, nothing, nothing weird, nothing new, nothing different. They played on the twentieth. That was a twenty-six point loss to New York. Grady Dick did play in the first half. I'm going to cut that one down just to try to make sure I get their rotation right. I don't trust this team. We're going to go 33 to quickly. And then like 27 to Trent. Thirty-three to Barrett. Thirty-five Barnes. And then we got twenty-one out of Porter could have closed. Thad played fifteen, so that's thirty-seven plus the extra. So we had do we have a Boucher rotation? Yeah, we had some Boucher too. Okay. So I think we can feel good about Jonte Porter like 20 and then you get Thad for like 16 and like 12 for Boucher I guess we work Bruce Brown in he played 22 last time out 24 in his first game. I think we're talking like 24 here. That's Schroeder, but same same scenario. Let's get Dennis Schroeder in for... Let's see, he got 23. Could have closed. You know, we're talking like 26 probably. And then do I hide 14 on Grady Dick? Seems like we do. Rates stay the same. What do we get here? Memphis and Toronto. Ooh, Triple J. Yes. Power forward center, 7,900. Have to. Have to get to Triple J today. Big time usage bump when all these idiots are out. So as we look at it, his points prop is 26 and a half. I got him at 25 and a half. So I, and I already like the value. I like Tillman if he's in. I like Kennard. I don't mind Conchar for 3,900. I think he'll be very popular today. Vince Williams is totally fine. Um, Man, Triple J looking real good. What's the rebound rate on Triple J? Six and a half. I got seven, two. That's fine. All right, yeah, we uh, we have become big fans of Triple J for today. That power forward eligibility is massive. Toronto, oh man, sixty eight hundred for quickly. I I like that a bit. What is his points prop? Eighteen and a half. All right, I'm a little heavy. I got twenty. Let's steal a minute. 
still like him. I like Scotty Barnes at 8,200. I like... I like RJ Barrett at 6,900. These guys all have in guard forward MPEs. So quickly looks good. Barrett and Barnes both look really good. I think $4,400 Gary Trent, who definitely didn't look good whatever day I played a shit ton of him, but looks good today. I probably have Schroeder a little over projected, but still 0.9 fantasy points. Could get more playing time. Really like Toronto way more than I was expecting to. They're kind of interchangeable which makes it a little bit more difficult, but at the same time, they're grading out really well. I like this Memphis-Toronto game way more than I was expecting to. I will not like this Charlotte team all that much, but I'm guessing it will look a little bit different, potentially. I don't know, but when you're... When you're a 15.5-point underdog against the number one defense and the total is only 222, it doesn't really look good on paper. Maybe we'll be wrong. Who knows? Charlotte's last game was the 20th. They lost by nine to Philly. That game was played without LaMelo Ball for today. LaMelo is questionable. Gordon Hayward is out. Nick Richards is questionable. Uh, So what did we get? Who started at center? Okay, so they went P.J. Washington at the five with no Richards yesterday or two days ago, whatever that was, two days ago. So most of this will look the same, but it's easier to just project otherwise. We're going to leave 28 in for Nick Richards. We've got 27 for P.J. Washington, 37 for Bridges. That all seems fine. Let's get Nick Smith out of there. Let's get all these other guys out of there. Lamello. What do we do with Lamello? 31 minutes, I guess. Got 34 for Scary Terry, which just always feels like it should be 35. I just don't, I just don't want him to show up. <laughs> Cody Martin. I mean, that's got to be what? Like 24, 26? I got Brandon Miller for 28. Seems like 30 is the right answer. That leaves me 28 minutes. That's going to be what? Thor. Mensa. They haven't had everybody healthy in so long. I think Nick Smith is mostly done if everybody's in. Maybe we're splitting that. So we're getting Ish in for backup point guard run. That takes me down to 13. So it really doesn't matter if I pick Mensa or Nick Smith. So we'll hide him on Mensa, but it could be Nick Smith. And all of it is dependent upon the Q tags on Lamelo and Nick Richards. So not a lot to care about here. Maybe we create value otherwise, but for Minnesota, everybody's available. I'm guessing these guys have been running the same sort of rotation for a while now. Yeah, there's going to be some sort of value 
if Richard sits. Same rotation as always here for Minnesota. Doesn't really seem like we're going to be moving anything around. I'm going to get one more minute on the Nikhil Alexander-Walker. Um, going to get one more minute on the Nas Reed. I feel spot on for the rest of these dudes. So Charlotte. Yeah, they don't look good. $7,700 Rogier is going to look great. If Lamelo doesn't play, similarly, like even Nathan Mensa at flat 3K is gonna look interesting if we get Richards out. You can play Bridges. Why does Miles Bridges still have power forward center? Can someone explain this to me? Are Minnesota a real threat? No. But, like, yes. They're going to... Look, they're not... They are not a real threat. But they are an actual good team. Like, no one's going to want to play them because they have such good perimeter defense and Gobert on the back line. But you don't win NBA playoff series when you regularly don't have the best player on the floor. And that will be them for a lot of different series. It's too early for Ant. But, like, they're a team that'll be really interesting in that I wouldn't be surprised at all if they made the conference finals, and I wouldn't be surprised at all if they lost in the first round. It Like, they could break so weird, so different, like, depending on matchups. Like, if they get the one seed and then the Suns, like, get the eight coming out of the play-in, like, that's a rough spot for Minnesota. Dr. DFS, this is going to sound like the most condescending answer anyway, but better players. They just need better. Or they need Anthony Edwards to become, like, a first or second team All-NBA player. Lorenza, uh, I'll bet every single dollar of my money that Miles Bridges doesn't play center for the Charlotte Hornets. And I say that very easily because he does not play center for the Charlotte Hornets. He just doesn't. Not enough to get a positional designation, that's for sure. I've never been more confident in something. Cleaning the glass has Miles Bridges in for one possession at the five. That was a lineup of Ball, Rogier, McGowan's, Leaky Black, and Bridges. So the problem for the Thunder, or sorry, the problem for the Wolves is that they're not going to be able to keep the team that they have together. Someone's got to go. And that's where it got that's where it's going to get tricky. They basically only have one more year. And they might just rip the band-aid off in the summer. 
but they can't maintain their salary structure moving forward. So they're in kind of a tough spot. Honestly, as weird as it sounds, like they don't have enough to do anything to like get better. They're just they're they're in real trouble. Their window is open right now, but it's not really. It's a really tricky team. It's a really really tricky team. They don't have the pedigree to do what they need to do and they have no way to fix it. Cuz this team they have too many big salaries. When Ant salary climbs, they're going to have to make decisions about who they get rid of. Whether that's Gobert or Towns, but something's going to have to change. Anyway, on the Minnesota side, $8,400 Anthony Edwards certainly looks good against the number 29-ranked Charlotte Hornets defense. I will also very happily get to Carl Anthony Towns. Do I have Minnesota over-projected? Ant's points prop is 26 and a half. I got him at 27.9. I'm okay with that. Towns is at 21 and a half juice to the over. I have 23.7. I'm okay with that as well. I'm under on Gobert. So, yeah, I like these guys. Get me some Minnesota tonight. Edwards and Towns, like, big time the priorities, but I don't mind Conley. I don't mind Nas Reed. I do want to take a minute away from Kyle Anderson. He, um, he's got a price tag that makes things problematic. All right, two, two games to go. This one's very interesting. Boston, three and a half point favorites in Dallas, 240 total. I have no idea who's available for either of these teams. Boston on a back-to-back. So I'm guessing one of the things that isn't available would be Al Horford. Uh, so we had no Drew Holiday yesterday. Oh, we had no Al Horford yesterday. So I guess Horford's going to play today. Horford's not like hurt, hurt, right? Time to find out. Come here, injury report. All right, Boston. Yeah, okay, so he sat for rest. Now, we don't know the status of Drew, but we got to project him in. So this is actually going to be what I think is a full-strength team. That makes Boston easier. Dallas has a doubtful Dante Exum and a questionable Seth Curry. So this one's actually not too bad. We can kind of just project these guys like the starters that they are. So I think we're getting, you know, 32 out of Derek White. I'm going to go 18 to Peyton Pritchard. I'll go 32 to Drew Holiday. I will go 34 to Jalen Brown, 36 to Jason Tatum, 31 to Kristaps Porzingis. Backup center run to Al Horford, sort of. Cornette gets 14. Horford gets 24.
And then, what, Sam Hauser 19, call it a day? Guess I'm going to give one extra one. Wait. There we go. One. I'm going to go 19 and 18. There we go. Better. Rates probably need to be looked at. Boston. Okay, so there are no points props for Boston right now. So just out of curiosity, we got to grab rates. Starters, Drew, Porzingis, Brown, Tatum, White. Tatum at 29 and a half, Brown at 28 and a half, Drew at 16, KP 23, Derek White 17, Al Horford 11-6. That'll do it for Boston side. We go to Dallas. Very curious if we get to any Luka Doncic in this spot. I have no idea what his salary is going to be. That will be important. Luka had missed the previous three games, played on the 17th. They've been off for five days. Oh, they must have got they got lucky. Well, I don't mean lucky, but they were able to rest a little bit because of Golden State, I think. All right. Let's project out the Mavs. 36 Kyrie does feel light. I'm going to go 37 Kyrie. 36 Luca. Twenty eighth to lively. Twenty seven lively. Thirteen Dwight Powell. We get Maxi in for eighteen. Or yeah, well, yes, Maxi, but Kleba in for eighteen. Grant Williams in for twenty two. Derek Jones Jr. in for twenty six. We got a twenty seven. Josh Green in for 27. And then let's get Timmy in for 28. And we hide five more on Seth Curry. Rates don't need to move. Don't know what this game is going to look like. Yeah, so nothing crazy for Boston if everybody's in. Tatum's your best option, but I don't think anybody's all that thrilled about anything from the Celtics here. Tatum, Brown would be my two first two dudes that I would want to get to. For Dallas, Luka 11-2 point guard only. Will be hard to get to him over Embiid. Um, value will play a big role there. Now I have Luka at 33 real points. The prop's 32 and a half. Uh, Kyrie's is at 26 and a half to the over. I have 26 and a half. Everything else seems fine here. I might be a little light on Tim Hardaway. I'm get him up to 30 minutes. He'll look a little bit better. 
5,300 for Lively is reasonable. Dwayne Moody, I agree. Guys, hit that like button if you haven't done it yet. We're going to close this one out. Final game. Chicago Bulls. Five and a half point dogs in Phoenix. 228 total. We have no Zach Levine. Probable tag on Patrick Williams. Probable tag on Andre Drummond. Still no Torrey Craig for Phoenix. No injury report. They played yesterday. So let us project the Chicago Bulls. Last time that the Bulls played was the 20th. They beat the shit out of Memphis by 30. So we're going to get Kobe White. In for 38. We're going to get DeMar DeRozan in for 38. We're going to get Vooch in for 33. We're going to get Drummond in for 15. We're going to get Alex Crusoe in for 29. We're going to get Patrick Williams also in for 29, at least for right now. Dasunmu played 28 off the bench. Uh, that feels healthy. We're going to go 26. Dalen Terry got 18. I don't want to go that heavy, but I don't know, 14. We have 18 minutes left. Now, I know Javon Carter has been back in this rotation. Playing close to that. We'll go 14. And then I only have to hide four more on, I don't know, Julian Phillips. That'll work. Uh, I guess we need rates for no Levine. Luckily for us, we have a pretty sizable sample of the Chicago Bulls team playing without Zach Levine. And hopefully we get a sizable sample of them playing without him in the future. And he's just on a different team. All right, so let's say Damar starts, Vooch starts, and Kobe White starts. And we'll say games where Zach Levine did not play. That should be a decent sample, probably like 10 games. Thirteen games, perfect. All right, Damar in that time, 25.5% usage rate. We have Kobe White. 23. We have Vooch at 23 and a half. Patrick Williams at about 17. Alex Caruso is at 16. Do we have props? DeMar's at 23 and a half real points. Nailed it. Kobe White's at 20 and a half. Did I type something in incorrectly? Sure did. Gave him 50-something minutes. Figured it out. I didn't think Kobe White was going to be projected for 50 real points. All right. All of these rates look great. Does Kobe White get an assist bump? Not really. Does DeMar? Not really. All right, we'll close it out with Phoenix. So Phoenix is on a back-to-back. -back. They had their normal rotation last time out. 
The last time they had a back-to-back, -back, Eric Gordon didn't play the front end. But he did play a back-to-back -back prior to that. So I'm going to just assume it's their same rotation. 36 to Beal. Got 30, I'm going to go 37 to Durant, 28 to Nurk. Metu is too high. Let's pull those minutes down. 36 to Booker. I'm going to bump up Eric Gordon to 26. I'm going to bump up Josh Akogi to 13, and we are just going to call that a day. Final game, folks. Oh, Dr. DFS. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. I wouldn't... Uh, that would be horrid. Horrid. Horrid for OKC. Zero percent chance that would happen. The only way that Zach Levine would go to Oklahoma City is if Sam Presti can somehow get them to attach other assets. All right, Chicago. Look, $7,400 DeRozan and $7,200 Kobe White. Those prices are just really good. For a Phoenix team that's not good that defensively and no Zach Levine here, they're just underpriced. Patrick Williams works as value. Vooch is totally fine here, too. Uh, I don't mind Caruso. I like the Chicago side, just with no Levine. For Phoenix, looks like Durant would be the first guy I'd want to get to. Just out of curiosity, where do I have their points props? I got Durant, 26 and a half. That's perfect. Beal, perfect. Booker, perfect. No priorities from Phoenix other than if you can get to Durant because he's 9,100. If you want to get Beal or Booker or Nurk, I think that's fine. What I really think we needed to get, though, are crunches. All right, so let's make sure I have this pulled up, which I don't, and now we do. Boop and boop. Let's check out DK. Oh, yo, Scott, nice stuff, man. Shipped the $1 last night, that's awesome. Congratulations. All right, optimal on DraftKings. Anxious to see if Embiid is there. Feels like he will be. No. They need... If they could replace Josh Giddy with... Like... A slightly better defensive, but slightly worse shooting Grayson Allen type play. Just basically like a better Isaiah Joe. That is what they need in that role. Gary Trent in like the what you want him to be type idea. They need shooting in that spot. 
Not that Levine can't shoot, but they don't need it for 45 million. All right, optimal lineup, 270.3. It's the optimal by 0.1. Uh, Jaden Ivey, Gary Trent, John Conchar. There's Kyle Anderson, who I was expecting to show up like this. Uh, I'm going to see if I can nerf that right now. The problem for Kyle Anderson is his price. He's 3,700 small forward power forward. He is playing less than the... I gotta, I'm taking another minute off of him and getting him down to 20. Hiding that on Troy Brown. Hoping that corrects this issue. Demetrius, I don't have anything built for it, so sorry, I can't. All right, so we got him out of that uh, optimal lineup. 270.2 now. Kennard, Trent, Conchar, Triple J, Embiid, Quickly, Nas Reed, and Xavier Tillman. Embiid was in all 50. Conchar was in 96%. That's not surprising. He's 3,900. Um, Trent in 84%. Nas Reed in 60, Tillman in 60, Quickly and Towns in 50. Is Brogdon a fit for OKC? Sort of. Like, it would be good to get another adult in the room. I don't think it would cost all that much to get him. The interesting piece would be... Brogdon can't shoot, right? He's not a great three-point shooter, if I remember correctly. Or am I misremembering him? That's not important. I need his contract. Brogdon. Yeah, so he's due 22 and a half next year. Is that non-guaranteed? So he's due 22 and a half next year. I don't. That seems cost prohibitive for them. They would probably be able to flip him again, but that, that's that's probably a bit too expensive for what Oklahoma City would want to do. Because if we look at the Thunder... Um, so they have the Bertans contract for 16 that they could get off of. When does, let's see. Okay, so they're still good on the Jalen contract. SGA's fine. Dort's locked. Giddy's locked. I mean, they do have that six... Like, if they can package Bertans... If they can turn that $16 million salary slot into somebody else. We're looking at this one right here. You attach assets and that 16. Yeah, I'd like to see... 
Honestly, I do think Drummond would be a great fit here. If you'd like, for no assets. Yeah, Ryan, you're that, that's right. Mikel Bridges is a good fit for every single team in the league. Everyone, everyone wants all, all, all the other 29 teams all agree. <laughs> so 16 and you could cobble together some other salaries. So let's do this because you know how I feel about looking at contracts. I love this shit. So what's in that like 20 ish million dollar range that they could bring in? Honestly, you know what I wouldn't hate? It would be a little weird. I don't know how he would fit in, but like... I would absorb Marcus Smart if I could. Ron, you got to understand. When Sean says things, we all know it's already wrong and the opposite is true. So, um, it, it goes without saying, if you ever want to know, like, what the right answer is, just read whatever Sean says in chat. Yeah, 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 Whatever, whatever Sean says in chat, you know, you'll, you'll be able to confirm your thought process by reading that. Uh, Bogdan Bogdanovich would be really interesting in OKC. You know what? I wouldn't mind... Bo could you swap Bogdanovich and Giddy a little bit? That might not be the worst idea. Like, clearly they could pry Buddy Healed if they wanted to. Do you try to do, like, a reclamation project on DeAndre Hunter? They don't have a like. They could get Markin in, but I don't think Utah wants to do it. Dwayne, it's it's not it's not disdain. That's just true. I, I can't help it. It's just true. Ooh, like even do you just do you just grab Kevin Herter? Do you want two more years of Kevin Herter? That's not the worst idea in the world. Wouldn't cost a lot. Could probably turn it, flip him again later if it's not, if it's not great. Mm. I think they make a move because I don't know why they wouldn't. Like that Bertans contract is sitting out there. They have so many future firsts that they could attach to it. I don't know why you don't bring somebody else in. I kind of like the idea of Bogdan Bogdanovich. I kind of like that. All right, let's slap a couple. Let's slap a little randomness back on that crunch, and uh, let's figure out where we end up. I live for that hypothetical stuff. But yeah, that Bertans contract, like they, there's no reason to keep it around. They're they're gonna dump it at some point in time. It's a no brainer. John Conchar, Gary Trent, Nas Reed, Anthony Edwards, Emmanuel quickly, all at the top. Really digging that Toronto Memphis game right now. The problem for center, you 
you want to like you can get a you can get Pirtle at not a Pirtle price because ultimately Oklahoma City is not closing games with a, anybody other than Chet. They want that five out look, but I think they want to eat like twenty minutes of a big man somewhere. That's why I think you can like pretty comfortably get a Drummond type. SMP, exactly. Fits in that salary structure. Like, it's not all that crazy. Could easily turn him back over if you need to. You really need to plan out their salaries of when Jalen gets that bump. And then, you know, obviously Chet's bump is going to be three years from now. But, like, they got to be aware of how they slot those dudes in. But they, they have, they can't make all of their picks. So they don't have a choice. They have to consolidate picks for assets. So you're absolutely like you're just attaching a couple picks to the contracts they have. Let's look at FanDuel and then let's get out of here. Alrighty, FanDuel Optimals. What do we got? 288.55. This is the optimal by 0 0.04. Tyrese Maxey, Markel Fultz, Luke Kennard, Chris Middleton, DeMar DeRozan, John Conchar, Jaron Jackson, Isaiah Stewart, Brooke Lopez. I don't mind that lineup. I don't mind that at all. Drop down 0 0.04 if you want to swap Triple J to Carl Anthony Towns. Those guys are and beef stew to somebody. No, it's towns for, wait. Same, same, same. Oh, Middleton and Beasley fucked me up there. All right, randomness and then we're done. Thanks for being here, guys. It's good to be back. Going to be putting a lot of work in on this show behind the scenes over the course of this week. Hopefully we can start ramping up all of our new format stuff in the near future. John Conchar is the dude you're looking for for value right now on FanDuel 4100. Um, then you get Kennard, Jaden, my boy Jaden McDaniel is always showing up. Can't avoid these low point per minute dudes. Triple J, Middleton, Beasley. That's where we're at, folks. That is where we're at. The process is in the books. I am going to get out of here. Prize picks videos to come. We closed out prize picks on Friday with the dub again. So another profitable week. Hope you're, hope you're tailing all of that. Contenders videos, strategy show me and Laffy. So we'll have some fun there as well. Tonight, myself and Eric Linkwist will break down everything on the deeper dive. Love you guys. It's been a good one. I'll talk to you later. This was the process.